Information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. And it's the Almond Gunner Experience. Every day is game day. It does not get any better than this. Excited to be on the show today. Coach has already teed it up. We're talking about community. And the topic actually today is conflict. So I, I cannot wait to really dive into the show. We have a special guest with us today, John LaPiccolo and Kane Fishing. So like, I, I'm just, I'm going to sit back and enjoy the ride with this one. I'm not even looking at notes. I got no agenda. Coach, where are we going with this? Talk to us. Well, you know, where we're going with it is I, I actually met Pick, you know, like a decade ago. I was in Nashville doing a kid's triathlon and, you know, he's a fireman and, and we just kind of connected and been connected ever since. And, uh, you know, recently, you know, he, he launched this thing, Cane Fishing, kind of reached out to me. We talked about it. I wear his gear when I'm out fishing. I mean, Pick is the man. I mean, he's the man. So I was like, look, dude, we are bringing you on a podcast. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah, because what he's doing it's absolutely amazing, and um, and it's and it's community in every sense of the word. So, so I want to pick to come and let's and let's talk about it, man. Because you know the word conflict. You know, I tell people you can't grow out of anything that's easy. You know, you got to have some conflict in your life because that's when the resolve happens. You know, you got to decide what you're gonna do. Are you gonna step up, or are you know you're gonna be an advocate for your life or not? So I think it was it was a a perfect time to bring him in and talking about it basically because of what cane fishing does and why they do it. So, well, and, and, and John, and John, you, you, you have legendary status. I mean, I've been hearing about cane fishing. <laughs> I've been hearing about pick. So, so we just got to hand it right to you. Tell us about your story. Tell us about, obviously as coach tees it up here, you, you must've developed out of some conflict. Not everything's been easy, right? Tell us about it. So first of all, I'd like to just say thank you to both of you for having me on here. Uh, it really truly is an honor and uh, I just love Almond and like you said I've known him you know over a decade and uh, Almond is just somebody who you want to know in life you know those are the kind of people that make you grow so uh, my story is is uh, I'm uh, a veteran I'm ex-navy and um, I was injured over in Desert Storm so I'm a disabled vet um, fortunate enough to still work for the fire department. So I'm actually a lieutenant with the local fire department here. We're also paramedics and EMT, so we do both. Um, and I've been there 29 years, uh, going on 29 years with the city. <clears throat> so I retire in three years. And so I decided, you know, I, I, I grew up in Detroit, grew up around the water and fishing was a huge part of my childhood, uh, five minutes from the lake. So um, you know, back then it was ride your bike up and down the lake and just try to find fishing spots. You know, we couldn't afford a boat. You know, my dad had a restaurant on Seven Mile Road, so we didn't have a lot of money growing up. You know, I had five kids and, uh, you know, both my parents stayed together. So grew up in a thousand square foot house. Right. So uh, anyway, so big part of my childhood was, was on, on the water. Just my buddies and I just fishing along the lake. Right. So. Got into, uh, you know, went to the Navy, got out of the Navy, you know, fortunate enough to get the job at the fire department, been there a while. And I decided, you know, and I'm not tooting my own horn because there's a thousand other people out there just like me. 
but my whole life has been about giving to others, uh, serving, serving the, you know, in the military, serving the, the fire department and the citizens at, you know, at the community that I work for. And I wanted to give back to other disabled veterans that need it more than I do. Like I said, I, I'm disabled, but I'm still able to work. There's a lot of disabled veterans uh, that are worse off than me that needed a lot more than me. And I wanted to do something away from emergency services when I retired. I'll have 32 years there and that's, that's enough for me. <laughs> so wanted to get back to what I really truly love and that's fishing. So I hooked up with this organization called Operation Tackle Box. So I'm in Tennessee, they're out in North Georgia. So uh, Operation Tackle Box, what they do is they provide wounded warriors with fishing gear, fishing rods, fishing tackle, boxes, yep. and uh, all the gear that they need to go out on an excursion. So what they do is they provide them with this gear then they take them out fishing on the water. And while on the water, they discuss different options in dealing with PTSD. Right. Um, they discuss the transition from military life to civilian life. And they get the ball rolling with the VA and any other assistance they need. Um, Operation Tackle Box provides that. So what I did is I started cane fishing. And cane, I don't know if y'all could see this, Oh yeah, but the, but the A is is a Greek uh, symbol for change. So it means keep changing, no excuses. Everybody in life deals with struggles. Everybody has difficulties in life. So the way we grow is is how we handle those difficulties and how we perceive those. I I came down with the disease during Desert Storm. But, but that doesn't mean I'm disabled, truly disabled. The way I look at that is, you know what? Thank you, God, for giving me this disease because I'm someone who can handle this. I'm glad I got it and not somebody else who maybe couldn't handle it, maybe battle depression um, from getting, you know, whatever I have. I, I, you know, I'd rather not discuss that. I mean, it's, it's irrelevant, but, um, you know, I'm thankful that I was able to get this disease and I'm thankful that I'm able to handle it. It's how I perceived it. Other veterans, like I said, are worse off than me. So what I did is started this company and I give part of my proceeds to Operation Tackle Box. So the more product that I could sell and the, and the, the bigger opportunity I have like to get out there and make this a bigger company, the more I can give to others that need it. And while I'm doing that, it's, it's something that I enjoy doing I would love to come down and fish with all me one day, you know. Oh, we're gonna make that happen, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's gonna happen. We yeah, we go we're gonna stretch some string. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, so that's the reason I started this company. Is I had the way I look at it is I have three three and a half years left with the with the fire service, and hopefully I can launch this and get it going to where it's you know running itself and still a big part of it in three and a half years, and I'm able to give more to you know, maybe there's another organization out there that I can also give to. Maybe I can give to multiple organizations, you know, but that, that's my goal. That was the reason that I started this company. So G Money, you, you, you can see why, you know, Pick is the man, I told you, right? You know, we, we talk a lot on our show about service and why service is important, 
um, you know, and, and, and Pick touched on it right, right out of the gate. You know, he talked about his sense of community and that's why he's in, you know, the services that he are. But, but what I love most about what he's doing is, you know, he's giving back and he's giving back in a big way. You know, we always talk about there's big talkers and little walkers, right? A lot of people talk, talk a good game, but then they don't do it. Uh, but our goal is to, to link up with doers. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons, you know, pick that I really wanted you on the show is because I wanted to blast your gear. I want people to understand that, uh, you know, what you're doing is important. It matters. Um, and, and it all came out of conflict, right? It all came out of this, this thing that you went through, but you saw the bigger side. And, and that's what we try to get people to understand about conflict. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, conflict to me means, you know what, you have to embrace, you got to embrace something. And what's crazy, you know, G Money and I was talking the other day and I said to him, I said, here's the beautiful thing about conflict. Whether you choose to engage in it or not, there's going to be a resolution. Whether you decide to, to get involved or not get involved, there, there's going to be a change. So you may as well embrace it. Embrace the conflict. Be, be a part. Be a part of the solution. Um, and, uh, and so what you're doing is important. Uh, building communities are important. Um, and, and, and that's that's our goal. That's what we want to do. Uh, and, and that's why we're pressing forward. Absolutely. Yes. You know, there's a great saying out there. It says, I'd rather walk with a few lions and run with a thousand sheep. Look at that. Hey, hey, G hey. Money. See, see now, Pick, hey. don't, see, Pick don't even know that lions is my thing, Pick. Hey, uh, I, I, yeah. I, tell, I tell people, look, if size mattered, you know, the elephant would be the king of the jungle. But <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But, but 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 that's our goal. You know, we we talk, you know, again, we, we talk about, you know, the 300, the age nation 300. And, and what we mean is, look, man, with 300, we, we, we can feed a multitude of people. But just give me 300 and we can change this world. And yes. so, so we just want to drive our philosophy as deep as we possibly can but all centered around community. You know, when, when, when Pick was talking about, you know, growing up and riding his bike and just fishing along those banks, I'm laughing because you know what? That's how I grew up, you know? And, and that was a sense of community. Think about it, you yeah. know? And, and, and yeah. a lot of those guys, Pick, you probably still know if they're around because that, yeah. those, are, those are friends from the short pants days. That's what I call Oh, them. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. You know and, and to me, that's a mark of an incredible person, right? If a person doesn't have friends from like the short pants days, man, I'm leery of that. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Those are are (laughs) friends for life right there. Exactly, exactly. Those are friends for life. Yeah. But you know what, though? Here's the big thing about that. Growing up, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money. You know, dad had a a restaurant in downtown. Uh, But you know what? I wouldn't change it for the world. Because if you look look at it, I I mean, if you look at it, What's really important in life? You know, uh, you know, people think houses. You know what houses are nothing but bricks and drywall. That's it. You know, <laughs> that's I, my man. Pick, pick, you listen, G Money. You see why I told you? I can't talk. I can't, I'm just, I'm just like, wait a minute now. Oh. Literally in my head, before he said that, I'm going, okay, what I want us to what I want us to answer, the question we need to address right now is what is worth fighting for yes and he just did it he yeah. literally so yeah. i mean dude, yeah. dude. go it, ahead it, go it, ahead, it, go mean, ahead. It, it's you know and I, I i try to explain to my kids i'm like you know you don't you don't judge people by, by their house you don't judge people by their their job 
you know, or the cars they drive. I mean, cars, come on, metal, plastic, that's what it is. Houses, bricks and drywall, that's all it is. But you know, growing up, like I did, um, man, I wouldn't change that. I wouldn't change that for anything because my parents instilled in me what's really important in life. And you know, these days right now, this, this is crazy. You know, everybody's focused on themselves. Everybody's focused on how many likes or how many, you know, whatever it is. I don't have, you know, I just started social media. And when I started Kane, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I had nothing to do with social media. Hey. But, you know, I, but the important, the important thing is, is, is do not judge yourself mm. by somebody else pressing a button on a phone. Because that's all like is. Is somebody pressing a button on the phone? You know, judge yourself or judge who you hang out with by character. You know, judge that person's character, not the size of their house or the car they drive. You know, like you said, those friends, those friends I can call right now and they would be here and quick <laughs> yes, as they can get here. Yes, sir. And those are the people you want to surround yourself with. You know, are the people that are going to be by your side through conflict through thick and thin. Those guys I work with at the fire department, I trust them with my life. You know what, and they trust that I'm gonna make good decisions. And right. my goal is to serve the community the best I can. I treat every single person like they're my mother, like they're my father, like they're my brother or my sister. I may not know that person. I don't know half of the people that I work for in the city. I don't know a lot of those citizens, but that 1% time they need us, at one chance, they call 911. I always tell people, listen, there's no 912. Nobody else is going to handle it. But that 1% they call us, you treat that person like they're your mother, father, brother, sister, because that's how they're going to judge not only you, but they're going to judge the fire department that way. So my, my thing is, is don't ever meet a stranger. Give somebody an opportunity. Always give somebody that opportunity. And judge them, not by the color of their skin, not by their, you know, what religion they are, whatever it is. Judge their character. Judge their character. And surround yourself with those people. And, and stay off of this and start looking around. Start hey. looking around and meeting people. Hey, G-Money. Oh, now, man. Now, if you didn't know better, you think that being picked set this up, right? Yeah. See, this is yeah. what I tell you, man. When, when yeah. you're around people that know what success is and know what's important, and what's important is serving yeah. others. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, like when absolutely. you, I, I keep telling people, man, when you find your purpose in life, when you find what God really wants you to do, it's going to be serving others. Yes. That's what this is all about. Yeah. You know, our foundation, you know, we, we talk about, we got to send it down to the bedrock. It's got to be solid. Yeah. And it's got to be to the point to where we understand that we are our brother's keepers. I mean, it is what it is. Like, we're all in this together, whether we like it or not. That's what I mean by this conflict, right? So to me, the conflict that you fight with every day is simple. Is this. You either going to be what people tell you you should be or think you should be, or you're going to be what you're destined to be. That, that's the conflict. That's it. The conflict is you, you got to decide. How That's do you it. want this thing to go? Do you want to yeah. live out your destiny or do you want to chase this other stuff that's really not important in the game of life? You understand what I'm saying? That's it, right there. Because it's just stuff. 
Yeah, you, that's you, all it is. And how much stuff can you possibly have, man? That's my that's thing. It. You know, I, I tell my kids all the time, yeah, I know y'all don't want to deal with daddy's stuff when he leaves. That's why daddy ain't going to have no stuff. You know, I, yeah. I, I from the time they were little itty bitty, I told them if I made a gazillion dollars, I'm going to spend it all. Matter of fact, when I die and the last check I write, I hope it bounce. Because I, I mean, I don't want them to have to deal with any stuff. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But, but what I want to leave them with is this incredible sense of work ethic, this incredible sense of serving others, this incredible sense of being kind, this incredible sense of building community. Because that's the legacy. That, that's what you want to leave behind. That, yeah. That's what never dies. You know, when I hear Pick talk about his parents and talk about, see, I can see him in that little house because guess what? I think mine might have been 900 square feet pick, to be honest with you, than yeah. I grew up here, you know? But as my mother would say, when there's love in the house, there's no house too small. When there's no love, there's no house too small. Mm, I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, you know, that's how EU Nice used to break that thing down. So, I yeah. mean, when you got love, man, shoot, man, we can sleep in a tent and be all right. We'd be that's good. And one of the things, Coach, that, that Adam told us in his – I mean, sorry, Joe, John told us – I have a friend named Adam Pick, sorry. <laughs> Pick, one of the things that, that, that you told us in your story was about being in the firehouse and, and finding those people because not, not everybody has that experience. Whether you come from a lot or you come from a little, at the end of the day, not everybody is in a position where they can make the friends that we can make growing up. And what you just said to us was, I'm going to find them because, because you have that pattern, you have that right. belief, you understand the value of it. But, but I think that's the key right there is to say those people exist for anybody and everybody. You can find those people in your life and, and, and you ought to find them. You got to find them. Yes, you have to. And, you know, it, it all comes down with choices. Think about it. I mean, just think about it, really. I, I tell my kids, look. You're at college, or I got one who's, who's playing ball for college, who's about to go in the Marines. Got another one who, you know, wants to go to med school. But think about this. You get, you know, you're at a party, you're drinking, whatever it may be. Other people are drinking. Hey, I'm fine. Let's get in that car. Let's drive. I'm okay. That split second choice, that choice yep. could change the rest of your life. It all comes down to choices. You can choose to be around people that are going to lead you down the wrong road. And this, this is just not my kids. This is everybody. This is all everybody's kids. Or you could choose to, to surround yourself with good people that are going to lead you down the right road. But it, it's up to you to take the initiative and, and to take the responsibility of not blaming others for your choices for one. But it's up to you to take the initiative to find good people that you want to surround yourself with. People that have good character, people that are going to support you through thick and thin, whatever it may be. But that's your choice to take the initiative. That is your responsibility to surround yourself with those people. You, you know, you, you have to. What other, I mean, what other choice do you have? Yeah, yeah. You, you have to find good people. You just have to. And there's a lot of good people out there to find. There's a lot of people that are lost who don't even know they're good people yet. And you have to give them an opportunity to be a good person. You have to give everybody a chance. You have to. 
And, and, you know, like I, I just taught a class at the fire service the other day and it's kind of relevant to this. Um, imagine, and I tell, I tell this a lot of the new guys that are coming in, but imagine, just imagine what this world would look like if everybody did their best every time. <laughs> Think about that for a second. If everybody did their best every time and we were doing and we were doing our best for others. When I come into work, my, my career, you know, like I said, 29 years, my job is not about me. My job is now is to create great careers for the guys underneath me, mm -hmm. right? That's my job. But imagine if we always did something for somebody else and that other person did something for somebody else. And we always tried to make it better for the people around us. But while we're doing that, imagine if we did our best every single time, what kind of atmosphere would we create? Hey, Think about that. Think about that. Really. Pick, pick, man. Look, see, here's what's, see, people gonna think that, that I called you up and told you what to say. I, I, G money. I know this is no. mind boggling, right? Cause check this out. So, 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 how many times have we said on this show that every day is game day, right? So, Pick, when you talked about Kane, you said that it was, you know, tell me, tell me what that stood for again. Tell me what Kane. Keep changing, no excuses. Okay, so now think about that. So, so, so when you look at Kane, it's keep changing, no excuse, right? And age is always give effort. So think about that now. If you just did those two things, keep change, no excuse, yep. always give effort. It's exactly what John, we, we, we talk, John, you know, pick, we talk on the show about if every person just helped one person, no one would ever need help because we just keep helping people. You see what yeah. I mean? It, it's so, so at the end of the day, it's about just being your best. I That's always it. say you control three things, your attitude, your behavior, and your effort. Those are yours. You own them. And, and so when I hear pick talk, all pick is saying is, be an advocate for your life, man. That's all he's saying. That's it. Be an advocate for your life. Yeah. Do the right thing. And, and so, so if we can keep, you know, bringing people like this and, and, you know, and G Money, we talk about this, right? This is the community. Look, look at what we're doing right now, man. We, we, yeah, just, and Almond, Almond and I have not talked. Yeah, no, I mean, we, you know, we talk about fishing and connecting. And so here's yeah. what's crazy. But what we just did was, Man, we just reached all the way over into Nashville, right? And now we're part so. of that community. You feel me? Like, I hope like, so. Yeah. Like, like now, now this community has 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 left Jacksonville. Now we're in Nashville. We're talking the same language, and it's about information and decision making. That's what the, that's what life is. Choices. It comes down it, to choice. It. So it's like get the right information, make the right choice. That's it. Yeah. Be an advocate for your life, man. That 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 to me is what what conflict really is. Like, if you really want to conquer the conflict, in my opinion, and and live out your destiny, then then you got to embrace it. You can't yeah. be afraid. Hey, look, everybody has conflict. Oh no doubt. Every everybody has conflict. Conflict. That's just life. Yes. But the question yes. is, is how do you how are you going to handle that conflict? I mean, that's the question. No doubt about it. Everybody has yes. conflict. That look. Well, look, well listen, that, John, game, John, right? John, let me ask you this. Can you opt out of conflict? No. No. It's conflict. Life. 
I'm, I'm always going to be faced with con conflict, yeah. be it my own conflict, be it my, my kids, be it the, the patients that we deal with or the, or the calls that we respond to. I'm always going to have conflict, just like everyone else is going to have conflict. But what's important is, is how do you perceive that and what do you do with it? Are you going to blame others? Are you going to pout about it? Or are you going to step up and take ownership? Are you going to be a leader? And are you going to try to make a change? That's conflict is all around us. And but, it's all but, perspective. You know, John, yeah. it really is. It's, it's all perspective, right? It's how you choose to look at things. Yes. That's it. How are you going to handle it? You know, how my, are you going to handle conflict? Hey, hey, my mother used to say, when you find yourself in a tight spot, you know, take a nap, wake up. It always looks different the next day. Just, yeah. just, just look at it with a different set of eyes, um, yeah. because, because again, trying to opt out, like I say, oh, you can try not to get in, but there's going to be some resolve anyway, because yeah. life goes on. Like so, it does so, not stop. so that, so, so that's where I, I think of what we talk about, coach, and we talked about this a few days ago. Um, I think people are opting out every day, or think they are at least. How? How? How can you opt out of conflict? How? <laughs> they're they're opting out every day. How? And and, and it and John, tell me about it, Coach. Listen, babies opting out every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not being grown men, billionaire billionaires opting out every day. Not Coach, you say it all the time. People people are looking for balance. The only way to have balance is to die. Is to die. Because, because there is no such thing. Balance means to not move. If you're not moving, you're dead. You know, the thing is, is what people are really opting out is the sense of community. They're, they're opting out the obligation of serving other people. You know, yeah, if people yeah. are opt, I would say if people are opting out of conflict, then they're choosing not to be progressive. Yeah. Well, then they're choosing not to be progressive. They're choosing. What, 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 I'm, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, John is they're taking their own lives. I'm saying we, we are seeing right. mass suicide in our world today. I see it. I see it. I'm telling you right now, serving the community I serve for, I see it all the time. And I've seen it at a younger age. Well, it, when, I, when I first started till now, we're seeing it at a much younger age. Well, you see, and you know what, Pick, what, what you're saying right there, and, and again, this is stuff that G-Money and I talk about, the reason that I feel that those types of things are happening is because we've lost the sense of community. We really have. We, we've lost yes. the sense of serving other people and being there for other people, right? We're yeah. not listening. It, it's like, not only we're not listening, but we're not even looking. It's like you said with the phone, you know, yeah. Yeah, people got their heads down in the phone and there's life happening all around them. And, and people are selecting themselves out. And right. that's unfortunate because as a community, we should be an outrage about that, right? Yes. Because those people can bring so much joy, so much happiness, so much life, invent stuff. But we as a community are failing big time. That's why, you know, again, this mission of we got to go back to old school, bro. We, we got to go back to yeah. when, when, when we could put 20 pounds of fun in a five-pound bag. See, that's yeah. what you were doing when you're on so, the bike riding down the road finding those little fishing holes yes so look, let me let me add to what greg was saying as far as 
like opting out of conflict and suicide at a, at a younger rate age. And I can fully attest to that. But why are we not limiting our, our children's time on phones? Because we listen to this, listen, seriously, listen to this. If I pay the bill for my kid's phone, why don't I have the opportunity to say, look, you get one hour after school and that's it. Go outside, find something to do outside or let's go take a walk or, and I'll tell you why, because parents want to be their friends. They don't want to be parents. Parents are just as guilty as children. And, and I'm not saying that to be mean, but what I'm saying is, is start being parents and stop being friends. Because well, I know when I was growing up, there was a little bit of me that feared, feared my, my mom and dad. Hey, but hey. now with this whole new generation, you know, they're saying that children look at their parents only for support now, financial support. They, there's no fear there. So take ownership, take responsibility as a parent and be a parent and not worry about being their friends. Well, pick. Well, I we can see a difference in, commu in, commu in the community. Hey, pick. I'll tell you, my household, there wasn't a little bit of fear. There was a lot of fear. You know, <laughs> you know, my parents didn't play the radio. Matter of fact, I told someone the other day, my mom, my mom's been up in heaven for six years, and I'm still scared of her. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, you know, yeah. it, it it goes back to at the end of the day, the thing about parenting is it's called leadership. You know, I, I don't think our job is to have our kids like, I say, I tell parents all the time, if your kid like you, you're probably doing something wrong because, <laughs> because you know, you, you're a parent. It's about leadership and, and teaching yeah. skills that they're going to need to go on. You know, uh, with, with my kids, I've always said that, that, you know, hopefully I can be around a long time, but if I check out early, I want them to be able to stand. I want them to be able to know how to, how to deal with certain things. Yes. And so I got to teach that. That doesn't come through osmosis, right? Right. Um, it, it, you know, you want them creates, to be self-sufficient. Well, I always say, you know, to, to, to create the world that you want around you starts with you, right? So yeah. if I want positive people, if I want people who are more empathetic, more compassionate, well, that starts with me. And, and one of the things is, is teaching kids right. You know, it goes back to when we talk about sense of community. I know, Pick, you can attest to this. I know Greg can attest to this. Look, you knew everybody on your street, every adult on yes. the street. And if you stepped out of line, that adult was going to do what they need to do to get you back in line. And it was perfectly okay. Well, that's a sense of community. That's understanding that it takes the village to raise the child, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. if you fast forward and you lose that, it's like losing the foundation of a building. If you lose the foundation of a building, it's going to come crumbling down. I mean, that's the way it works. Uh, so we just got to go. But back. why, though? The question is, question is why, Omen? Because why, people want easy. why are we losing that? Hey, you know what I tell? Because I tell G-Money this all the time. People want easy, man. They want that easy button. You know that commercial where they, where they show the little red easy yeah. button? Well, people want easy button, but they also, I think they want stuff. You know, we, we, we've forgotten, we, we've given people stuff, but we, we've taken out the foundation. 
And, and yeah. I'm just telling you, easy, easy's never done anything well. That's why I don't like the word balance. I think when people say the word balance, they're thinking about, they think they can have this life to where they can have it all. You know, and I'm like, Oprah, you can have it all, but you just can't have it all today. I mean, at some point you have to learn patience and understanding. That's the beauty of conflict. See, when yeah. I think of conflict, I think of patience and understanding. And, 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 and the patience is I have to be patient with myself to understand that I'm a work in progress. I have to understand where the other person is coming from to be empathetic. But all of those are learned skills. All, all of those are skills that, you know, hopefully, you know, your parents or a teacher or some leader has put into you. So you think about the kids today, you know, like, look, again, we knew all the kids on our block. We knew all the, the adults on our block. Kids can't say that today. They don't even know their next door neighbor. That's they, right. Yeah. Like, like so, <clears throat> so when we talk about this foundational thing, I think there's some, some, some basic stuff you can do. And it starts simply by saying hello. Just say yeah. the people you see, just say hello. Just hello. Speak. Yeah. Because that starts the conversation, right? right? It's like meeting you 10 years ago, right? That, that, yeah. that started the conversation. And here we are 10 years later, still having these great conversations. I, I don't get to see you every day. I don't get to you know, be in your space every day, but here's what I know. I know that if I need you, you're there. I know that you're full of compassion. I know that you're a server. I know that your foundation is solid. I know that you have a sense of community. See, we are so much more alike than we ever been different. Yeah. And that's what's missing. Yes. Well, let me ask you this, coach. I mean, is, is the device the problem? Part of the problem. Well, well, here's what I think. I don't think that necessarily the device is the problem. I think it's the execution of the device, right? See, there's a lot of things in life that are, that are put in place for a good reason. But then there's always some people that find a reason to do wrong with it. And I go back to, we keep expecting the wrong people to do the right thing. That, yeah. That's not going to work. That. That's yeah. not going to work, man. Yeah. You can't keep expecting the wrong people to do the right thing. And it goes back to being an advocate for your life so you never lose your voice. Because what happens is the right people who know the right things to do, right? They won't do it because they lack courage. They lack courage because that means there's going to be some pushback. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what makes the lion so fascinating. Because the one thing he doesn't lack is courage. His mentality is whatever I see, I'm going to eat it. And so that's what we got to be. We, you know, I think we got to go back to there. Like I tell you, you know, my mom was like five foot nothing, but she wasn't afraid of anything or anybody. Well, she just told the truth. I mean, that was her thing. I'm just going to have this courage. And, and if you don't like what I'm saying to you and you feel that you're an adult, you can go ahead and leave because her philosophy is you can't raise an adult. You know, once you become an adult, I mean, they get to do what they want. So that's why we have to instill it in these babies, man. I keep telling you. Yeah. I'm an old farm boy. So if you're afraid of getting a rotten apple from the barrel, you go to the tree. <laughs> so I go to the <laughs> babies, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll add that, Greg, as far as the advice, Leon, kind of like what Alma was saying. There's no, there isn't a, a good work, work ethic instilled in kids. They, they've lost that work ethic because everything is instant gratification. Yeah. They don't know how to work. You know, oh, I got a school assignment. Boom, boom, boom. Assignment's right here. My son, my middle son. He's like, oh, dad, you don't know. He's just, 
work was so much easier back then when you went to school. I said, I said okay, yeah, I, I looked at your homework, you're right. I said, but you have different resources. Oh, no, it's so much harder now. All right, so here's what I did as a parent. This is some advice as a parent. He comes home the next day, he goes, hey, I got a school report to do. I said, okay, I said, give me your phone. He goes, why? I said, because I pay for it and I own it. Now give me your phone. That's exactly what I said. So I took him, went to the library, and I said, go ahead and do your book report. He goes, I can't. I don't have my phone. I said, you have every resource available to you around you. So he went, found the book. He had to look it up. My question to some of these kids is, do you know how to look up a book in the library? Right. <laughs> looked it up, and he goes, well, I got to write a two-page report. I said, well, I said, I don't have anything to do all evening, so go ahead and start reading. So I said, there's the difference. Mom and I, we had to go to the library and read and look a book where you now have instant gratification. So that right. even though the work is harder, it's much easier to find. Right. We forget work ethic. We forget what it takes to appreciate something because there's no work involved in getting there. Well, you, you know, pick, you, you, you touch right on it right there. You know, I always tell people is look, if I took a, a hundred architects and I took a hundred architects and I put them in a room and I said to them, Hey, listen, you can design anything you want. You can draw it up. It could be a single family home. It could be a 150 story building. It doesn't matter. You, you just, you, you just have at it. Here's the one thing that each one of those architects would do in their design. They would make sure that they design a foundation that could withstand anything they build on top of it, period. That's where we got to go back to. Yes. We've got to go back to building foundations that no matter what is thrown at these kids, you know, I've coined this, this, this phrase now, we got to put in more than they can take out of them. We got to put in more every day than the world can take out of these kids. That's the bottom line. Well, that starts with a solid foundation. See, that's yeah. the conflict. That's where we are, man. I'm telling you, that's the conflict. But I love it. I'm excited about it and I'm embracing it. Well, why do people want, why do people want, my question is why would you avoid conflict? Well, you know. I mean, by, by facing conflict, you're going to grow. But, 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 you know, G-Money, we, we talk about this. Here's the thing. Not everybody know how to be an advocate for them li for their lives. Not everybody know their value. I mean, I think that's the big part. You have to know your value um, so you don't lose your voice. And so it, it's like waking up every day and someone telling you you're not worthy. You're not worthy. So eventually you become what you continually see and hear. So if you can see, and that's why it's so important to be around positive people. That's why it's so important to, to embrace people that's trying to push you in the right direction. Because if you don't, you're going to become a product of what you continually see and hear. And yeah. so, if, if, hey, if, if I hear that I'm nothing. <laughs> that, say, that again. say that again, Coach. You become a product of, of, what, what, you, of what you continually see and hear. And hear. Yes, it. That's it. If you continually see and hear that you're not worth it, if you continually see and hear that you're never going to be anything, and nobody ever shows you differently, then that's what you become. And so we have to be those people that show people differently. And, and, you know, every day I wake up, man, I'm thankful. First of all, I thank God for my problems. Because, see, there's some people with some problems I just don't want. So I'll take what I got. 
But in, in doing so, I feel like my calling is to make sure that we help people discover their potential. I oh, need people to discover their see, potential, baby. And, and, and see, and that comes back again to choices. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. comes back to choices. It does. See, I'm telling you. So if we give out that information and we can help people make better choices, and, and it's about creating little wins, right, Pig? So, yeah. so if you help someone create a little win in their life and they go, oh, that felt good. Now they want to win again. See, winning becomes a habit, but unfortunately, so does losing. So what we have to do is a better job of helping people create these little wins so they can see their value, so they can serve others, and so we yeah. can move this thing forward. I mean, that, that's, that to me is what it's all about. Um, it, it, it's, it's what Kane Fishing's about. It's what Astorio's about. It's what age is about. So imagine if we go back to what Pick said earlier, if that every day we woke up and we really gave our best. So what, if we, got, if, what if we got all of these organizations across the country to just do their best? Think about how much we change the world. But see, the key to that one is, is we got to do our best every single time. That's right. Every day is game day. When you, hey, when you die, your tank should be left on E. There should That's be right. nothing left in your tank. So when you hey. do something, do it to your best ability every single time. Going back to what you said, if somebody woke up and somebody told them, hey, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But that also goes back to what I was saying, that give somebody a chance. Yeah. Always give people a chance. And those people that are told they're not good or, or they're not, you know, they're not worth anything. They have to know that the community supports them and that there's opportunities for them to be something. Yeah. But you have to take that ownership. Hey, growing up, like I said, we didn't have any money. I'm full-blooded Sicilian. My whole, my whole family, full-blooded Sicilian. We ate pasta three to four times a week. And we thought it was because we were Italian, right? Sicilian. <laughs> we would roll the pasta on the table, hang them from hangers, and hang them on the door. And that's what we ate that night. And we're like, oh, that's because we're Italian. That's why we eat so much pasta. No, we ate so much, that, not much pasta because it was cheap. And we can make it ourselves. But you know what? That instilled work. That instilled work ethic. That, inst that instilled, hey, I appreciate this dinner because I have some buy-in on it. Yeah, yeah. My question to everybody out there is, where's your buy-in? You have chances. You have an opportunity to make a difference in somebody's people's life. I promise you, take ownership, take responsibility, and ask yourself, where's your buy-in? Because we all could be negative. We can all sit back, oh, poor me, poor me. But I'm gonna tell you right now, negativity is contagious. No doubt. Negativity is contagious, but you know what else is contagious? Is being positive. You have that, you have an opportunity, I promise you, you just gotta find it. And we have to, we have to be open enough to allow everyone that opportunity and that chance and that's up to us is to give that person that opportunity or chance and if they don't know then take ownership and find it for them that's i think that's it right there john you nailed it because they don't know what they don't know right yes. and what you and what you did with your son is you as coach puts it you changed the picture in his mind that's right and and, and as coach was saying basically we have to show them 
and we have to tell them. That's why, that's why we do stories. That's why we focus on stories because, exactly. you know, one of the things that, I, that I've grown to realize, so I, I was born in the late seventies. I turned 44 today, but my dad lived through the sixties and he talks to me about what the sixties were like and, and the conflict, whether it was at home or, or, or afar. And, and, you know, the way I see it, those stories don't get told. They don't get told the right way. Who, who, who in this generation really knows what Vietnam was like? Right. Nobody. So you have a generation of people who live through it, but aren't telling those stories. So what are we doing? We're living it all again. Mm-hmm. And I think, but I, but I understand there's pain, there's frustration, there's anger, there's resentment. There's, there's a lack of respect. There's a lack of appreciation. You know, the price has been paid is not, it's not honored. All right. Yeah. But, but we have to be parents, right? We got to be dads. We got to be moms. We got to, you, you got to be willing to instill fear and love. Mm-hmm. A deep, deep understanding of that is required. Coach, you said understanding is required. Well, it is. I mean, you, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, again, both of you guys are hitting it right on the head. At the end of the day, we have to be willing enough to love people enough to tell them the truth. I mean, to me, that's real love, right? Because really only the educated are truly free. And I'm not talking formal education. I'm talking about people that are educated, people that get the information, people that really want to be better. And, and so to me, if you're going to be a leader, uh, if you're going to be a parent, uh, it, it's your obligation. Just just tell the truth. I mean, because you want to you want to build a foundation that people can stand on, you know. So you know when 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 I look at at, at what Kane Fishing does and the reason that that he's doing it, think about it. I mean, Pick's done. He gonna be done put in thirty two years with the fire department. Does he really have to go out and do what he's doing with Kane Fishing? No. You know, he, he could just sell off into the sunset. I'm sure his wife got, got a honeydew list a mile long after 32 <laughs> years of this thing, right? But no, but but he's he's had this thing instilled in him about contrary to belief, baby, this ain't about you. This is about other people. And what he's willing to do is build a bridge for other people to cross. And that's where we got to get real comfortable with, you know, as hey, my mother this, would say. This, this, hey, this sweatshirt I'm wearing is nothing but cotton. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is, is cotton. But we need to ask ourselves is what does this cotton stand for? And how, how much is this cotton going to help somebody else? Right, right. You know, my, my mother, you know, used to say, hey, look, you know, some of the bridges you build are not for you to cross. They're for other people to cross. And I think that's the real key to, to, to what we're doing and what we're saying and, and how we're, we're going to build this community. I mean, this, this is what it's all about. And we're going to continue to give back. And, and for me, I just wake up excited every day because number one, my little brother, you know, he shoots videos like nobody's business. So he's going <laughs> to be able to look, he's always telling a story. Um, so for me, it's like, okay, I have access to that. I've got Pick doing what he's doing. Like I'm constantly surrounding myself with people who are creating legacies and the legacies are centered around love. And that, and that, that's where I want to be. You know, that, that, you know, it doesn't get any better than that for me. Because every day is an opportunity to pick. It's an opportunity yeah. to help someone. That is. It's an so opportunity I, to move it forward, baby. This is, this is going to sound funny, 
This might sound strange, but I'm going to share it with you guys. Come on. So the fire department, right? So I have this thing called the pride speech. Okay. And I give it to all the new firefighters. So uh, it's, it's an acronym. Pride is an acronym. So this, I always tell people at the fire department, like, look, you can have a great career if you listen to this pride speech, but I think this is applicable to everyone. So pride, P, starts with P, professionalism. Anywhere you go, act like a professional. When you go out outside your home, when you go outside this fire department, act like you're a professional because other people are watching. R stands for responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. Take responsibility for your children's lives while you're raising them. Take responsibility for your own actions. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to make mistakes. We're all human. But our goal is to not, du not to duplicate those mistakes. But if you make a mistake, be mature enough to take responsibility. I stands for initiative. Take initiative when it comes to everything. Don't wait for somebody else to change your life. Don't wait for somebody else to clean the trucks or clean the bay floor or check off the medical equipment. But take initiative when it comes to everything. D stands for discipline. Be disciplined in everything you do. Starting up, when you, when you wake up and you make your bed, you make that bed to the best of your ability. If you're given a task to do, do it to the best of your, your ability. When you're, whatever your job may be out there, just do your job the best you can do it. Don't wait for somebody to come behind you and say, hey, you missed this or hey, you missed that. Take the time, do it right, and be disciplined when you do it. E is be excellent. Be excellent in everything you do. But if you could just follow that professionalism, responsibility, initiative, discipline, and excellent, you could have a great career here. And I promise you that you can apply this to your life and it may improve your life also. Well, pick that's the pride, that's the pride speech. G Money, look at that, baby. That's my boy Pick. He's doing number shoot threes right now, baby. That's right. Uh -oh. <laughs> So listen, man, we, 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 uh, we appreciate your time. You, you pick, you know, I love you, brother. And, uh, I got to order up a couple more of those shirts because you done snuck some new shirts in on me, brother. So yeah, check gonna, us I'm, out. Canefishing.com. That's right. Canefishing.com. <laughs> and that's with a K, K-A-N-E fishing.com. Keep uh, changing, no excuses. That's right. So, hey, G Money, I, you, you know who the MVP is this week, right? Bring it. <laughs> the, listen, no doubt no doubt the, the MVP, look man okay actually we're gonna go two for number one because it's your birthday which by the way you do know that we did a podcast on my birthday too which is nuts how we we knocked that out right I love so it. so my main man pick and my baby brother look here mvps mvps <laughs> today baby all day hey. got to be you got it's got to be that way um listen Maximum velocity performance pick. That's the way to keep bringing it every day. Um, you know that any way that I can help you grow cane fishing or anything you need from me, it's going to happen, brother. Uh, and we're definitely going to get you 
here in Jacksonville. Yes. We got the boats ready, baby. We got we got the boats ready. We we gonna get out on the water. Hey, my equipment sitting in the garage. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready well, to go. Well, we definitely gonna get out and and uh, we gonna we gonna stretch the string a little bit and see if we can catch some fish and and, uh, and fellowship. And Almond, thank you for having me, Greg. It was a pleasure meeting you. And Almond, keep doing what you're doing. You're changing people's lives. I promise you. Well, appreciate it, brother. Well, look, I, I can't stop. You know, as my grandfather would say, I don't know any better. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep running, baby. Keep running. Well, G Money. Listen, man, I know my little nieces done already hooked you up with some stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I woke up, man. I felt like an MVP for sure. Woke up to a fully cooked breakfast. Yeah. Uh, oh. they all had oh. gifts for me. It's 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 you know. Pick, he's got three little girls, boy. Them, them little princesses, boy. They put it on in the day, boy. Oh, they you go ride you're in hey, you're in trouble, my friend. You're in trouble. I tell him all the time. Hey, God like bless real. you. I had to take him in, Pick. I had to take him in as a little brother because once I say, oh, man, this dude got three girls, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to be in his life. Hey, that's what it's about, helping others. I'm, trying to help right. others. I'm just trying to help him out right now. I got to have it. I got to have it. Hey, um, hey, listen, John, it's an absolute honor to meet you. And, and for our listeners out there, it is. It's K-A-N-E fishing.com. So check it out. Visit that. Now tell us real quick, can they connect with you on, on Tackle Box as well? Is that something that, that they should reach out to you on? or, or So no, if, they go, if, if they go to canefishing.com and um, – you know, I'm not forcing anybody to, but if they place an order, I'll get that order. I'll ship it out. And then I give a, a portion of that sale at the end of uh, the month. I'll send a check to Operation Tackle Box. Hey, mm -hmm. why, I got, why I got you real quick. Uh, big shout out. I'm sure. Are you a fisherman, Greg? Oh, come on now. I can't, on, you, can't, you can't be here. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. So I'm sure you heard of X-Zone Lures and Z-Man. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I've reached out to both of those companies, and just a big shout-out to them. They were gracious enough to send us a bunch of tackle and uh, free of charge, and I went ahead and sent that on to Operation Tackle Box, so he'll be nice. stuffing their tackle boxes with some X-Zone and some Z-Man products. So thank you to X-Zone and Z-Man also. Man, look here, boy. We, we we making waves today, brother. We're making waves. We're making yeah. connections. We're building communities. And uh and, and I love it. Let's let's continue doing what we're doing. And uh hey, like we say, every day is game day, baby. We're gonna catch you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you, Alvin. Hey, Pitt, man. We really appreciate you, brother.